Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. August 20th, 1983. A very, very special day in my life and one that would prove to chart a different course for the rest of my life. It was a very, very hot August day in Bowling Green, Kentucky, when I, at the age of 23, of clear and sound mind, correctly used my noggin to make the best decision of my life, marry my high school sweetheart, Susan. I remember the day well and how special it all turned out, yet on this special day in 1983, I also remember something else that I still to this day cannot shake, and it is a picture taken of me and my father right before the wedding ceremony. A picture posed to the average person, which would seem quite normal, a healthy, good-looking father in his mid-50s, proudly shaking hands with his loving son pumped up about a life-changing ceremony to follow. Yet as normal as this picture appears today, Things with my father in 1983 were anything but normal. In fact, my father, at the time of this picture, while in good health physically, was showing signs of mentally slipping. That's because it was about this time in his life that myself and others close to my father noticed a gradual decline in his mental state through his behavior towards us and as witnessed by his co-workers and his ability to keep facts, figures, and names straight running a large mental health center in Bowling Green, Kentucky. So at the ripe age of 55, my father was definitely slipping, and the slipping got worse. In fact, it got so bad that in just a few years, he would be forced to leave his job and eventually pass away, bedridden in a quaint little nursing home just outside of Bowling Green. To say that this slipping and eventually his death was sad would be an understatement. So what is a son or any family member to do when a loved one begins to slip, especially when it comes to their money? Well, let's find out. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in a sweater vest, retirement planning specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today we are going to address one of the most difficult topics I've ever covered on this show. And that is, what should one do to deal with the fact that a loved one is slipping, especially when it comes to trying to manage their finances and the eventual tough decisions that will surely come their way. But before we get into today's topic, I want to introduce the producer of today's show, America's favorite financial sidekick. Good morning, Aaron. How are you? Hey, good morning, sir. I'm good. Good to have you with us. I know we got Derek over there feverishly working on the television show, which we'll be recording after this. By the way, today's date, if you can believe it, folks, September 15th, 2021. Do you know right offhand, Aaron, when this show is probably going to be on? This is going to air October 28th. Okay. So we're right around Halloween time. Oh, okay. Speaking of scary stuff, not only dementia and cognitive problems, but Halloween's right around the corner. But uh, And then also in the studio... 
uh, to help us along the way to talk about this topic is my favorite son-in-law, fellow fiduciary out of the Louisville office, Trey Jurgens. Good morning, Trey. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. As always, it's good to have you with us. And uh, I think before we get started, I share a little bit about my father. Back to you, Aaron. Um, and you don't have to share anything too personal, but at your age, have you ever witnessed or been exposed to a family member or loved one or somebody you knew, knew really well that went through what we're talking about today? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. Yeah. You mind sharing anything about it or? Uh, no, not any personal details. Just, yeah, I have a, I have a close family member who's, you know, currently going through it right now. And, uh, the best thing that, uh, our family has done is just to be patient with this individual, mm-hmm. you know, that's um, a good word. It's, yeah. It's easy to get frustrated with, with them when you don't really, you know, when you don't think about it, but when you do, it's like, well, it's just best to be patient with them. Be as patient yeah. as you can. Yeah, they, you're right. My uh, father, when I think about it, when he first started really showing signs of dementia, what I started doing, even though he repeated himself over and over and told the same stories, I just learned to just act like it was the first time I heard it. Yeah, right. I, exactly. I know I've seen people exactly. where they get frustrated. It's like, hey, he doesn't remember telling me that. I'm going to act like it's the first time and we'll move on. But uh, Trey, what about yourself as a, at a, as a young man? Have you ever been around especially cognitive issues or anything like that? Yeah, family not as much cognitive impairment with my family. Usually it's heart disease in my family <laughs> that gets them before their mind does. But I've seen it mostly, uh, unfortunately, with our clients over the last five years. It's something, as you study in this world of finance, that they don't really teach you how to deal with cognitive impairment as your clients get older. And with us, with probably 1,500 clients over the age of 65, it's something we deal with, unfortunately, quite a bit. Yeah, I'd say, uh, besides myself, because I, I see so many people, but especially with you being in the Louisville office, this is probably our most heavily traveled office and now that you're kind of taking those people that become clients and you're seeing more and more of them, yeah, you've, you've probably witnessed, I hadn't really thought about that, but you've probably witnessed in a lot of things that in your life you just haven't really seen. And that is this cognitive breakdown or slipping, as we like to call it, in a nice way. But uh, in fact, I think you had a gentleman in just the other day, and I think he referred to, uh-oh, wait a minute, Trey, what did you say about a senior moment? Having, having a senior moment. He had quite a few of them, but you got to be patient, let him think, because when it involves numbers, names, uh, different types of accounts that they have. Sometimes it takes them a little bit to wrap their head around it, and you want to let them explain it the way that they need to explain it and not jump in and try to guess what they're saying. Yeah, um, I think that's a good point. And what we're going to talk about today is what is really happening in society, especially as you compare it to 20 or 30 years ago. And one of those things, of course, we deal in this world because we have to deal with longevity, how long people live. And we'll find this out as we go through the show. But again, the one drawback to people living longer is the odds go up that they'll start slipping mentally, right? Absolutely. So, folks, when we come back, this uh, and this show is here's what we're trying to do today. We're trying to cater it to two groups of people. Uh, maybe you're listening to this radio show right now, and maybe you're that person that deep down you're thinking, you know what? I'm getting to that age. I realize I'm slipping. We had someone the other day that admitted that. Remember that? She's she's having some issues. And uh, talked about her driving impairment and kind of worried about her driving. So she knows it's kind of slipping. She's still got her cognitive faculties, but she knows something's not right. So that might be you. And you might be saying, gosh, I don't have my affairs in order. I don't know who to talk to. This is getting a little scary. We'll address that. Then the second group of people, and I think this is all the more important. Uh, Aaron, you kind of talked about family members and how do you deal with 
the family member, that the loved one that is slipping. Uh, and we've got some good news for you too. So if you're that adult child out there right now that has recently maybe lost a parent, uh, you're losing a parent, you've got a parent who's slipping, and uh, since this is a financial show, we've got to get into the financial aspects of all this. Going to be a really good show. We know it's a tough subject, but you hang in there. I'm Tony Walker. When we come back, we're going to go through this whole quandary of why are so many more people struggling with cognitive issues and what that has to do with their money and, of course, yours as well. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back. Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no-obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. In case you're just now joining us, the title of the show is What Do You Do When Someone Is Slipping? Uh, that could be you know, cognitive issues, physical issues. We're kind of focused a little bit more today on cognitive, but it could deal with anything. And uh, we talked last week about what to do when somebody dies. It does tie together. And if you missed that episode, uh, Aaron, both the radio and television shows, how could they go back and listen to the radio show on that topic and the TV show? All you got to do, folks, if you want to listen to past radio shows, just go to soundcloud.com. That's soundcloud.com. And right there in the search bar, just type in the worry-free retirement. Click search and you're going to see our awesome bobblehead. Just click on that and you'll find all our previous radio shows. Now, if you want to watch past television episodes, not a problem. We got you covered there. All you got to do is go to youtube.com, youtube.com. Type in Tony Walker Financial, click search, and you'll see Tony's smiling face there, and you're going to find all types of video content. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Uh, so, Trey, we kind of left off. We talked about one of the gentlemen that was in the other day talking to you, one of our clients, and he even kind of laughed and said, I'm having a senior moment. But, uh, and I get it. There's, I think sometimes we don't want to take too seriously. We all kind of forget. So let's not get too freaked out here, folks, if you're having some memory lapses on occasion. But... I think especially those people that are young adults watching their parents and they're worried maybe these senior moments are coming too frequently. I think you had over there, I don't have it handy, you had an article, I think, that talked about the 10 things to kind of keep an eye on. So kind of talk a little bit about that and what are some 10 things that we might keep an eye on for our parents or grandparents that maybe they are having one too many senior moments. Yeah, the Alzheimer's Association came out with 10 signs, of course, not all of these are going to apply, and it's kind of a monitoring thing that you want to get a healthcare professional involved in. But the first one, which is pretty obvious, is memory loss that disrupts daily living. And the second one, challenges in planning or solving problems. The third one, difficulty in completing familiar tasks, something you're used to doing all the time, whether that's at work, at home, or at leisure. Four is confusion with a time or place. So having trouble understanding an event that's happening later or losing track of dates. The fifth one is trouble understanding visual images or spatial relations. 
So judging balance or distance. Uh, six is new problems with words and speaking or writing. So if you're having trouble jumping in to join a conversation or struggling finding a word you're looking for. Seven is misplacing things or losing the ability to retrace your steps, um, whether that's car keys, leaving the washer dryer on, or not being able to retrace to oh, find something. Can I stop something. you at this point? This is a funny story. we got to add some humor here, folks. <laughs> years ago, I thought my office, I had a pretty small office back there. I only had, this was probably 20 years ago. I think I had two or three employees. But it was starting to grow, and I felt like the office was very disorganized. So I had heard about somebody that would come in and organize your office. Okay, so you know where everything is. <laughs> All right, so this is funny. So this lady comes in and I said, well, how do you work? And she said, well, let me take a look around your office, get a feel for it. I'll get back and give you a quote on what it would cost to organize your office. I said, this would be awesome. So uh, she walked around for a few minutes and back then our office was real choppy and when you went out or came in the front door, it'd ding, you know, go ding, ding. So anyway, so Door went ding, ding, and I kind of stepped out and I asked Connie. I said, Connie, is she already gone? She goes, oh, yeah, she's left. She said she'd check back with in a week or so. I said, okay. So I went back to my desk. A few minutes go by, and I heard ding, ding. <laughs> so I kind of heard some rustling around. Ding, ding, went back out again. I can't go, huh? I said, Connie, who is that? Connie's trying not to crack up. She goes, uh, that was just the organization specialist. She left her keys in here and couldn't find them. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, but I'm <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I'm sorry. Get, keep going. I had to tell that story. That's keep a, going. That's a great sign. <laughs> the, the next one, this one actually we see quite a bit, unfortunately, with our older clients is decreased or poor judgment because of being a victim of a scam. Ooh. And that's. Oh, can you tell that story? Let's not get into a lot of detail. A lady that was not a client of ours came in recently. Remember, she got a letter from somebody. What was the deal on that? She yeah, was. She, she was being told that she was being awarded. Um, over $10 million yeah. as a, uh, a basically lottery winnings. And they were trying to convince her to meet up with them locally and coordinate the, the transfer. They were going to come in a limo and pick her up. Or, I mean, it yeah. was a crazy story. There's been that one. There's been some, uh, some folks overseas promising mining shares that have been awarded to them based on past uh, relatives. So it's, it's something that that's why they target the older population yeah. is looking for folks that are slipping up a bit and, a little mm -hmm. too trustworthy of the wrong people. Um, this next one, the ninth one, is withdrawal from work or social activity. So a little bit of depression that sets in because they might realize what's going on and they mm, remove point. themselves from that situation entirely. Almost. That kind of reminds me of almost somebody uh, that has um, issues, like you said, and they realize it's coming on and it's embarrassing and they can't control it, so they just avoid people. I hadn't really thought about that. That's... Yeah, just, one of the things I think we see more so is if a spouse is beginning to start slipping and they come in to meet with us, they're quiet the entire appointment. That's right. Even Especially if they used to be real talkative. That I've seen that. We've had clients for years. And it's like, man, that guy's changed. Well, you start thinking about it. Things afraid to talk. And maybe, yeah, that's a good point. That's, so That's typically the, the one that we start to see clients before they admit to us that they're, they're losing a step is the fact that they go pretty mute in these appointments because yeah. they don't want to say something that might show the signs that they're, they are losing it. And uh, finally, a change in mood or personality, because of course they're going to be upset in these common situations, fearful of what they might do or say. So those are the, the 10 signs that a loved one might be losing it. Mm. Yeah, this is heavy stuff. 
Um, you know, so what we're trying to do is give people options on what to do when they see these signs. And I think one of the things I kind of harken back to, uh, we just uh, just had to deal with uh, two, we've had do, two death claims this week that we've had to deal with, and both of them are not that old. They're about my age. And it's interesting, the adult children have come to us in both cases. Now, again, although folks, we recommend estate planning and everything, we're not attorneys, so we can't do the wills and all that. In both cases, I think they, they came in and realized, the adult children, that mom and dad really didn't have all their affairs in order. The funerals were not paid for. We've got a funeral home now that's wanting us to assign over the benefits that a child is going to get from the annuity to the asset. We can't do that. Well, they're worried they're not going to get paid. See what I mean? The funeral one, that's another thing, folks. I have never been a big, up until about a year, I've never been that big into prepaid funerals. But let me tell you the advantage of a prepaid funeral. You get all this nonsense taken care of. And what we're trying to communicate here is you take the weight and the burden and the decision-making process off the adult children. So it's not, again, sometimes we get into economical versus psychological. It's not an economical decision. That's, it's a, and you're not going to save a ton of money necessarily, but just think about that. When you die, not if you die, when you die, your kids, all that stuff's taken care of, and all they have to do is show up at the funeral home or whatever. So I, I would definitely encourage you to look into prepaid funerals, just an example of that. Now, the next thing we get into, Trey, is those documents. So getting back to these legal documents, again, we're not attorneys. Fortunately, unfortunately, I've been around this so long. I want to go over the basic documents that everybody should have. And I think, Trey, in our practice, what we see is because maybe people have been listening to financial entertainers talk about trusts and all these complicated things, because they think the world of estate planning is so complicated, they do nothing. Have you kind of seen that? That's exactly what I was going to say. It's kind of paralysis by analysis. You go and see all these legal documents, this $2,000 packet of documents that you absolutely need, all of them. And when it boils down to what we've seen most effective, and again, we're not attorneys, we can't draft these for you, but a simple will, a durable power of attorney, and healthcare documents that allow you to act on the behalf of a loved one when they can't act for themselves. And let's talk about those two. So the durable power of attorney, folks, this is why this is so important. Let's say, um, and you might have a parent that's got this, your parent or your spouse is really, really slipping. There could get to a point where this could get really testy and you can't necessarily just act on their behalf without that document. So in my opinion, a durable power of attorney is something you should, should get on your either your spouse and or your parents so you can act on their behalf. But then recently we had a situation, we had a client who was in a major car wreck, terrible brain injury. We get these calls out of the blue from brothers and sisters wanting to know information. So walk through people what the problem is with that as far as us as the advisors. Yeah, it's almost where you have to act robotic as an advisor because you know the empathy of what they're going through, but you can't give them any information. You have to have that document on file to even be able to share what they have, not even amounts or companies or types of uh, investments, it's, it's a tough position to be in. So those power of attorneys, folks, uh, those are really, really critical. So again, if you don't have an attorney, don't know who to go see, we can certainly recommend an attorney uh, in your locale that can help. And I think for very reasonable price to me, I know sometimes uh, you get into these major, major issues with Medicaid planning. We're not talking about that. That's a whole separate issue. We're just talking about basic stuff, getting your stuff in order, you know, prepaid funerals, a simple will, as Trey mentioned, a durable power of attorney, a living will. These are not that expensive. I mean, when you think about it, 
And then, and then uh, we're going to get into this in the next segment. Then the fun begins, really and truly, when you start getting organized, you can begin to communicate to family members, and it's not so darn stressful or so anxiety-producing. So when I come back, I'm going to share a couple of examples of how we can help you a kit we've recently developed that's going to allow family members to have some very, very good conversations. And if you want to include us in there to help, we can certainly do that. So good stuff coming your way. We've got some options for you to take action now. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. I'll be right back. Who can you trust? It's one of the most important decisions you'll have to make question is, are you ready? Well, we're here to help at Tony Walker Financial. You know, we care more about you than we do your money, and we have over 2,000 happy clients and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Rolling over a 401k, confused about Social Security, maybe you're afraid of running out of money. Learn how to use and enjoy and protect your hard-earned money. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. Uh, with us in the studio is uh, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Uh, have we got you getting depressed yet, Aaron? Are you okay over there? I'm just over here <laughs> weeping tears of joy. <laughs> and then, of course, my favorite son-in-law fellow fiduciary, Trey Jurgens. And uh, interesting conversation here, Trey. And we've really, I appreciate you digging in, doing a lot of research on this. And again, folks, we're trying to focus a little bit more on the cognitive issues the aging process, and then the potential burden, we might as well use that word, of all of us trying to deal with this situation uh, that I had to deal with with my father at a young age. So I can certainly relate. And of course, all the clients we have that are over the age of 65 that we're starting to see some of this. So share some of the things you've researched, uh, Trey, since uh, uh, we got to really into this subject matter. Yeah, uh, got in a uh, kind of a wormhole on the internet of researching this topic, and it got a little more sad as I went. But one of the things we had a nurse client in not too long ago, and she said, people weren't meant to live this long. If you live long enough, either cancer is going to get you or you're going to get Alzheimer's or dementia. And that was pretty shocking. The fact that Alzheimer's and dementia are obviously on the rise because people are living longer, but they actually kill those two impairments lead to the death of more than prostate cancer and breast cancer combined. I see that even shocked me. Yeah. yeah. So the aging of the nation, this uh, actually the, the same year that Social Security is supposed to be running out of money, unfortunately, is the year that um, elderly people, adults over the age of 65, will surpass the amount of children under the age of 18. So, so that's, that's, that's the year 2034. So repeat that statistic again. The amount of adults over the age of 65, it'll reach 77 million adults over the age of 65 in the United States, and that'll surpass the amount of children projected to be under the age of 18 by that time. You know, uh, and I can't remember the episode, Aaron, it's been probably six months ago. Remember we kind of compared what was going in, on in the U.S. with the aging population to Japan? You know, As Japan. opposed to Japan. Yeah. And, yeah. I remember that. So folks, what we're trying to say here, again, we're not trying to be gloom and doom. You just got to look at the reality of what's going on as people age as Trey mentioned there, you know, and, and I look back at that, uh, a lot of our clients had, you know, especially older, they'll have, well, I had eight brothers and sisters growing up and 
thir- we got one that I think they had 14 siblings. People aren't having that many children now. Think about it, yeah. right? I mean, really, if you see three or four children in a family, that's like a big family. Have you noticed that, Aaron? I mean, when I was little, we had the Sprinkles, the Watsons. We had, uh, I can't remember, the Giles. I mean, we had all kinds of kids running around all <laughs> over. Um, so, yeah, there's this population of aging populations. One of the problem is, as St- Trey noted from this study, fewer and fewer people are around. Now, how does that affect the taking care? Let's lead into what does this really mean in terms of who's going to take care of all these folks? Yeah. So the immediate turn is how much is healthcare going to cost? How much is a nursing home going to cost? And we've got that figure, the median annual cost for a private room in a nursing home in the United States just last year was $106,000 for the, for the year. The average stay in a nursing home is about 28 months. So you're paying a little over two years and you've got a, a problem there in the fact that the real issue is the amount of care that's provided by family members at no cost. And that figure was estimated. You mean like for people staying at home, for instance? Correct. Keeping grandma at, at the house or having uh, your siblings take care of mom or dad. And that was estimated to be $257 billion worth of care by family members, unpaid caregivers. It's family. Hmm. I had a client recently, and boy, I, I admire their adult children for this. So she's really, really struggling with a particular illness. She's in her 80s. They tried to put her in a nursing facility. That didn't work. She hated it. So they said, okay, mom, we'll bring you home. They've got people 24-7 around the clock. I mean, these adult children are working there. They can't. And uh, they realize it's gonna, she's going to, I hate to say it, die broke. And, but that's, that's fine. They've understood that. In fact, there's one example, Trey. A lot of people hate reverse mortgages. I even mentioned this to him. I said, you know, quite frankly, you could use the reverse mortgage. The house is paid for. They hadn't thought of that. So although a reverse mortgage may not be a great resort, it's a good last resort for something like that. Which leads to my next point, Trey, and that is these discussions. You know, you're having some of them. I'm having a ton of them. I had, um, oh, Aaron, that reminds me. Do you remember years ago when I used to do those seminars over at the Courtyard Marriott in Louisville, that little room I used to have? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you knew this, but one one afternoon, uh, somebody had called the office and they said, Tony, can you meet with my mom, my siblings, and the spouses of the siblings? And I said, well, how many people were showing up? And they said, and they started counting. They bring well, the, the house cat too and the dog and everything? <laughs> I, think they, I think if I remember, they said nine. I think I remember this. Yeah. So anyway, I said, well, I don't have an office that big. So I said, I'll tell you what we do. So after the seminar that night, I just met him. It was like 8.30 at night. I think you probably packed up and left. So we sat in this room. It was all broken down. We had chairs everywhere. The lady was probably mid-80s. The four children, the spouses of the children. And I found out, and they were trying to figure out, at least we had a discussion, trying to figure out how to leave the assets. And I said, by the way, why is this so complicated? They just couldn't figure it out. I said, well, ma'am, tell me what you've got. What are your main assets? And she said, well, the dilemma is I've got four rental properties that I don't know what to do with. A light bulb went off. I said, bingo. I said, why don't you just give each child a rental property? Y'all can draw straws or whatever you want to do, but just give it to them now. And she goes, well, honey, I can't do that. And I said, why? And she goes, taxes. I said, what if I told you there's no taxes to do that? Which there wouldn't be. She didn't understand this. And you know what they did? In about 15 minutes, problem solved. So, and then I had, uh, I've had two different sets of clients come in recently, Trey, with ironically mothers. One of them, the father said he's out on a farm. He said, yeah, you all go talk about it. The other one is a widow. 
But it led me to think, we've got to have some way to open up these conversations. So we're going to close out the show with a great offer, folks. Now, this is absolutely free. So if you are feeling like you're slipping, uh, but you still got a little bit of your wits about you, or you're an adult child who has a family member, father, mother, whatever, that's really slipping, we're calling this the free family planning strategy session. That's a mouthful. But what we will be willing to do... Uh, We can mail you this if you don't have access to the internet, but all you got to do is go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Trey, we're going to have this. It's by the time we do this, it'll be on the homepage, right up at the top. Correct. Yeah, you just go to the main "Let's Get Started" button. Okay. Fill out your same information as you would just to have a regular meeting. So we will mail this to you, and when you get this, then you look over it, talk with mom and dad or whoever's going to be in this family meeting. And then call me by phone. We'll talk over the phone. And if it warrants, I will meet with you, any family members you want, uh, mom, dad, whoever. Uh, As Aaron said, bring the dog and cat along. I don't care. But just go to, you've got to get this kit, folks. The key is starting off with communication. You've got to talk about this stuff. Let us help you with a plan. You're going to feel so much better after you do this. So again, that's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on the Let's Get Started. And as Trey mentioned, there's going to be a button you can click to get your free family planning strategy kit. So, folks, I hope you've enjoyed today's program. I know it's been a heavy topic, but I feel like it was warranted. And I hope you feel like that we've given you some information that can be of help to taking that next step to getting prepared, getting a plan and getting things in order. Well, you've been listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. Next week, we're going to have an interesting show as we talk about what's going on in the world of annuities how many people are peddling these products and the dangers I see on the horizon with people rushing in and buying the wrong type of annuities. Good stuff coming your way, but you remember between now and then, if all else fails, you be worry-free.